I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we will be blind reading reviews for the ACOTAR series on Goodreads. Yeah, so we are going to be starting with book one, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Already, it's not looking good. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. Sorry, SJM. A lot of people didn't like your book. Um, we did, and that's all that matters. But if you first pull it up before you even filter the one star reviews, it's pretty much only one star and two star reviews. <laughs> um, so that's great. Um, but we're going to filter it just by one star reviews. We want to see the ugliest of the ugliest. Absolutely. Um, so we will go ahead and start with book one. Kaylin, if you want to read yours first. Yeah. So this review that I found is by Mary in 2014. Um, and it turns out if you guys are interested, you can go find this review because she actually did a video review and she linked it. So, you know, if you feel like watching her entire she was opinion, upset, <laughs> she is passionate about it and we love passion. Okay. So from Mary, the long and short of it is that I found this to be a poorly written and plotted retelling with characters that range from dumb to disgusting. Despite what you may believe of me, I have nothing against light reads or fluffy reads or romance stories. I do, however, hate the expectation that they are allowed to be bad. No matter what the book is, I hold to the idea that the words make up, that make up a book are important. Language is important. When you've got the author constantly filling sentences with three verbs for one action or three adverbs for one action or three subjects for one sentence, it starts to grate quickly. She's not wrong. She's not wrong, Mary. We get it. But it was not (laughs) a bad book. (laughs) She said, if that weren't bad enough, the author abuses the crap out of dashes and ellipses. That's also true. (laughs) (laughs) Farah is constantly interrupting her own thought process with information that truly could have waited and existed in its own sentence. The ellipses just showed up in the oddest places for absolutely no discernible reason. Here's my favorite example. Quote, not just one shade of black, but dot, 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 many, end quote. <laughs> Ignoring anything bad. about shades of black, what the hell is she pausing for? <laughs> hey, what's that Dramatic. word that means not just one? Many. Many. <laughs> if this were a one-off thing, I could just laugh at it and keep going, but I promise this happens over and over again. As I mentioned in the video, the first 75 pages of the book have 318 dashes, which just doesn't seem normal to me. The beginning of the story is slowed down because the pacing issues her own writing creates bogged down with too many words for simple actions and interruptions of her own story flow. On top of that, she took great pains to explain what was a super basic premise. Fairies are bad and will try to eat you. We get it. Example, quote, I'd be a little more than a lamb in a kingdom of wolves. Wolves, dash, dash, wolf, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) Dear God, okay, a wolf, a wolf, damn it, a wolf, wolf. in all caps. Pop off, Mary. Mary. You were valid. Those were valid concerns. It didn't deserve a one star, though. It did not, but I understand why you took off points. I really do. She said the writing also suffered because Mass tried to pad her own narrative with one of my biggest pet peeves ever, the narrative question. You know, but why was I here? What reason could I have, could he have to keep me alive? Why was he being so nice to me? Should I trust him? Should I trust anyone? Will anyone stop reading if my story is 50% questions? I didn't like any of the characters we met, including our main character. Unfortunately, 
how dare you? Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, Feyre came across as foolish a lot of the time because, hey, you she's illiterate. Read. <laughs> Leave her alone. Nobody took her to school. Um, because other characters told her, don't do this. And then she would run along and do it anyway. Okay. But half the time it was magic. So yeah, again, so like, get off my girl's back. Okay. Tamlin had a scene that just angered me because it was very rapey and not hot the way the author was trying to pitch it. It was that all is, rapey. It was, but like, hey, girl, it'd be like that in books sometimes. No. Um, Resand made me sick. Ouch. <laughs> that that, hurt. that shit hurt. Okay, to be fair, he also kind of <laughs> creeped me out a few times in the first he, year, too. Actually, yeah, so he, I, he I did, did probably. That. I get that. <laughs> he <laughs> what did. he did was probably not right. He did a lot of horrible things first book you're right you're right mary the last pages were nearly unbearable because i find his character revolting he behaved shamefully which the book seemed to acknowledge right up until our heroine started thinking about how maybe this guy was helping her and saving her and totally doing her a favor by fairy roofing her no thank you please by the time i found out that these guys were wearing cursed masks for eternity i was dying laughing and not in a good way if a guy permanently stuck in a mask asked me if he was that bad to look at, I would laugh in his face. By the time the evil, evil villain was like, but I'll give you a riddle to solve. I was crying. I the did hate the riddle. Is. I really did the, the riddle. did not like, it didn't play a role in literally anything except pissed her off. And that's why she got her neck snapped. Like that's the only thing it served. I want to say the riddle thing, actually, Sarah J. Mass, um, I should sue you because I wrote that story in the ninth grade where the villain <laughs> gave my character a riddle and my teacher loved it so much. She read it to the whole class. It was called Land of the Lost, short story by then Caitlin Harrison, uh, <laughs> ninth grader. Um, yeah, pretty painful SJM about the riddle part. Okay. Anyway, she said... At that mm -hmm. point, it felt like maybe I had done something awful to deserve that book. Everything else I said in the video review, if you ask me next week, I'll probably have a handful of other things to complain about. If you ask me again the week after that, I'm hoping hell have forgotten about this story entirely. A girl can dream. There's 11 comments on this and 159 likes. Mary popped the fuck off. Mary did pop off and like I get it I get a lot of what you said I did still really like the story so I agree to disagree agree Mary well that I found it cracked me up it was a one-star review and it actually didn't have like a review it was just um ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Akatar drinking game and <laughs> she must have just hated it so much that she read it strictly to make this game love that for you nomadic reader in parentheses baba yaga so what you need a copy of Akatar, an alcoholic beverage of your choice and one or more friends to play with seriously don't do this alone all right how it works drink every time you read the words a shiver went down my spine my <laughs> knees buckled in <laughs> a heartbeat uh, slash a heartbeat later. I would never be able to paint it. Male slash female. Please Smart. tell me she mentions watery bowels, watery no, bowels. No, watery bowels was not, that didn't make the cut. Unfortunately, I was like missed opportunity because like oh. she does not bring watery bowels back after book one. And I'd be like, that's probably like <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> she was like, like oh. I see like great. <laughs> reviews on watery bowels um 
as um, a fairy fair, it accidentally fixed her incontinence issues. So, um, and also smirk, snarl, prowl, and purse, all those good <laughs> animalistic qualities we've all come to love. Take a shot every time Tamlin or Resan's overwhelming sexiness is mentioned. The word claim is used in connection to sex. Farah uses ableist slurs or blames her dad for being disabled. Oh, she, wait, what slurs? I don't know. Damn, I'll have to like, maybe I'm up. the problem. <laughs> oh, um, shit. I'm bonus, sorry, Bonus, finish your drink when Farah is harassed by Tamlin or Resand, but in a sexy way, so it's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> um, Farah complains about how difficult that ridiculous riddle is. <laughs> if love. And then she says, feel free to add new rules as you go. Enjoy the game, dot, 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 and drink responsibly. Smiley face. That's a sarcastic smiley face. I just know it. Wow. Not one of the good ones. Wow. Oh, my God. You see, I feel like she could have given it a three. That's not even a big list. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people are a little bit dramatic. um, But you know what? Same. Me too. And I love to be dramatic. It's I've actually given more one-star reviews this year than I ever have in my life. And it's been a freeing experience. I've been pretty, pretty uh, harsh with my ratings nowadays. I used and to be a little because, more lenient. Well, it's because everyone's writing the same cooker cut, cookie cutter story yeah. that they see on TikTok. And I'm going yeah. to keep giving you a one-star review for it. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> this one is by Lezzy. In parentheses, we thank you for your service, question mark. Um, (laughs) So she starts it off with, what the hell? No. (laughs) Okay, so going into this book, I knew that it was some sort of rendition of Beauty and the Beast. Let me do you the favor of telling you it is most definitely not Beauty and the Beast. It's a don't kill me, please, trashy love story about a girl who's special, but special is spelled S-P-E-S-H-U-L. Special. Wow. And not like the other girls trademarked. Um, That being said, I'll start the review. Alert, this review contains mild spoilers. Sure. It's Goodreads. Characters. We'll start with Tamlin. Tamlin was an okay character. He was dynamic but predictable. I didn't really like how when Farrah and Tam had... Okay. She said schmecks and just grow the fuck up, Lizzie. (laughs) Lizzie, please. First of all, he was so aggressive. Like, what the fuck? He bit her and was like, you're mine. Okay. This lady is five. Um, Okay, hun. Don't go all hardened on me. But I guess other than that, he seemed okay. Horden? Horden? It's H, but with like a little ellipsy type thing. R-D-I-N. Like she like censored it. I don't know. Farah. Bruh. Farah is the literal definition (laughs) of not like the other girls. Trademarked. She hunts (laughs) for her whole family, is a tomboy, but she also so happens to paint. It's her hidden talent. She is also an evil sister. But anyways, I didn't like Farah at all. She was super smart. I'll give her that, but was also super annoying. You know what, Leslie? I'm seeing some connections being made with you in the book. Um, Resand. In my opinion, he is Peaky face, peaky face, peaky face, peaky face, but also winky face. Okay. And I'm conflicted. Sexy in the other book, schmexy in the other books, but <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Basically, Resand is the queen's right-hand guy, but helps fair out for no apparent reason. He literally has nothing to gain. Lucian. He's probably the best character in the book. His character development was friggin' amazing. He has Jesper vibes. I don't know. Jesper, if you haven't read it, it's from Six of Crows. It's he's fine, I haven't, um, but I'm not sure the, I get Jesper vibes. I'm definitely not getting Jesper vibes. 
Um, he's the comedic relief. He also gives me Keith Senkin vibes. Yeah. I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nesta. Oh, my God. This is for the first book. She said, Nesta is a queen. I stand her so much in, <gasps> like, capitalized letters. Red for the first book, flag. you absolutely rat bastard. You are incorrect. <laughs> um at first, I hated her with a passion because she was so toxic. But when she figured out where Farah went, she was so smart and resisted the temptation to be naive. She's just a boss bitch, period. I am questioning your ability to read books correctly. Are you um, shitting my dick? This is, oh, God. Okay, so then we get to the plot. So there's this girl, right? Her name is Farah. Farah hunts for her sisters who do close to nothing, and she wears long tunics and isn't like the other girls like stated before. Farah goes hunting one day and kills a fae. When she comes back, she's summoned to a castle to live out a sentence because she killed a fae. Oh, hey, guess what? There actually was no law saying she had to come. It was just a deception to get her to break the spell, and break the spell is a combination of capitalized and lowercase letters. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Break the spell. That's how you read that. Wow. What a surprise in parentheses. I think of that meme. Oh my God. I cannot believe it. (laughs) (laughs) At first the plot was okay. She was just living peacefully with Tam. Then whoopang. (laughs) Tam is snatched away and she's snatched away and everyone's snatched away to a palace and only Farrah can save them. But you know how she does it? By being special. (laughs) Farrah's getting absolutely roasted, my guy. Yeah. It's all over the place. Anywho, they're all saved. Wow. But before she signed a contract with Reese, because why the hell not? There's a reason I just want to save my last two brain cells and not torture them by making them go through the first book and find out. That was her whole review. She actually didn't even finish her thought. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I had a good time listening to you. And this is why when you see one star reviews, you shouldn't believe it because they finished the book. They finished the book. And I don't think she actually read the book. Yeah. And I hope people are bullying her on Goodreads. I'm telling, if you are going to tell me you love Nesta, having only read the very first book Your in the series. Your opinion is invalid. You're wrong. Yeah, you're absolutely wrong. Like, I'm sorry. You, she had some valid points here and there, but like, I, that invalidated Nesta everything. Nesta only went after Farah because she could. She yeah. had money now. And like, because she thought just maybe just in case like they need her again like I don't think it was out of the goodness of her heart I think she just missed her doing everything for them Leslie you're wrong you're wrong girl you're wrong for that (laughs) so next we're gonna look at A Court of Mist and Fury one star reviews this one's short and sweet and I (laughs) Cindy this is by Desi Desi said Overrated book. I wanted more action sh- scenes, but I got more sex scenes. Brownie face. Desi, I don't think you are the target audience, babe. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to read this long ass review from Sarah, who rated it one star. And she in bold print put warning, full on rant ahead. Feel free to disagree with my opinion. I'm thrilled that some people love this book more than I did, but you'll never convince me to change my mind about this pile of shit. So please don't even bother to try bold words, Sarah. Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to come right out and say it. A Court of Mist and Fury is the biggest pile of crap I have ever wasted my money purchasing. I wish I'd waited until the review started rolling in rather than pre-order it months ago because I've learned my lesson with Sarah J. Mass. I have learned my lesson. My pre-order of (laughs) Empire of Storms has been canceled and I will never 
be reading a series by her until it is completely finished and has been vetted in full by people I trust. How about you have your own thoughts and opinions, Sarah? I know a lot of people don't agree with me and that's fine. I'm glad other people are enjoying this book, but I hated it and I'm going to be honest about it. I'm so incredibly heartbroken that Sarah J. Mass has once again betrayed my trust and destroyed a series I loved. Be warned now that this review is going to include spoilers. I only actually managed to force myself to read the first seven chapters, just 87 pages, but I have been speaking to several friends who've read much further, so I know what happens later than that, and I'll be discussing it in detail, so if you don't want to know what I'm unhappy about, blah, blah, blah. Okay. To make one thing clear, I absolutely adored A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's one of my favorite books, and I loved it even more when I reread it in anticipation of starting Acromath. The whole reason I'm so upset about A Court of Mist and Fury is because I was so, so excited about it in the first place. Perhaps if it hadn't been one of my most anticipated reads of the year, I wouldn't feel so let down. Perhaps if I hadn't reread Akatar immediately before starting Akamoth, I wouldn't feel so devastated. And perhaps if I'd never read Queen of Shadows, I wouldn't feel so angry that SJM has done the exact same thing to Tamlin that she did to Kale. First of all, I'm not going to get into that with you, man, but you were incorrect, girl. <laughs> Shoo-wee. Perhaps, 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 but if wishes came true, then Akatar would either be a standalone novel or Akamoth would be an entirely different book. If you take that love away, you make the entire first book completely pointless with absolutely 100% without a shadow of a doubt, prove that Amarantha was right and that humans shouldn't know true love if it bit them in the ass. She's talking about Tamlin. She thinks taking away Pharaoh's love for Tamlin makes the first book null and void. There does was never even, it doesn't. There was never even a hint of a triangle in Akatar. Yes, Reese was a flirt, but it always felt like he was doing more to get at Tamlin than because he had any real feelings for Feyre. And Feyre never looked at Reese twice, but she was completely focused on Tamlin throughout the whole story. That's not really true. Yeah, she also she literally said Reese and is the most beautiful man I've ever fucking seen in my life. I'll never be a fan of love triangles in general, but when you take a couple who are totally in love and about to walk off into the sunset together and then needlessly rip them apart just to shoehorn another hero into the story, then I'm going to be more upset about it and more upset and angry about it. Let's talk about Reese. Let's talk about him. (laughs) In the first book, he threatens Feyre. He tortures her. Did you all forget that scene where he's twisting the broken bone that's sticking out of her arm just to prove that she needs his help and she'll make a bargain with him? A bargain that gives him a week of her time every month for the rest of her life. I didn't forget. No, I should not. I was into it. (laughs) I I understood. Oh, and he also drugs her on a nightly basis to parade her around and practically naked in front of a crowd. Apparently, he never touches her, but she doesn't remember. So how can we be sure of that? Because he's a gentleman, you biatch. I didn't like him drugging her, but like, calm down. Like, we've all been there. Um, let's, not, <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget. We've all he, drugged somebody before. Quit get, off like your, you get off your high horse, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget he gave what he thought was her name to Amarantha so that her whole family could be tortured and murdered. Except you didn't read the fucking book, so you'd know that she he knew she lied. Yeah. If you'd read the book, you would have known that, Sarah. Reading comprehension, negative 10. God, enjoy reading at a second grade level. <laughs> That's the hero people think should be she should be with over Tamlin. Tamlin, who looked after her family, gave her everything she asked for and who gave up his own life and freedom of everyone else he cares about just to keep her safe. No, he didn't. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> 
I know it's the author's story and she has every right to take it in any direction that she chooses, but I don't have to keep reading this crap, then don't. I don't have to watch her once again turn a character who has been nothing but good in the previous book into a completely different person just to convince me to switch teams. Looks like Tamlin got the same personality trait as Kale, just so that SJM can shoehorn Rowan, sorry Reese, into this story. Of course, both Tamlin and Feyre are going to have been affected by everything they went through, and I'm sure he'd want to do whatever he could to keep her safe, but I don't for a second believe that he would have done it the way he does in Akamoth. Can we, for once, have adult he characters did, <laughs> act like adults? Can't they talk through their problems and resolve them like normal Bro, people? If she you think tried. That, she tried, and then he <laughs> locked her in a house. You didn't and get if, that far because you only read seven chapters. But. Sarah, are you an adult? Have you lived in the real life world you and you're going to tell in a house? me? You're trying to tell me that adults are all mature, emotionally mature people who talk through their problems instead of doing the wrong thing. You're fucking wild. Oh now she's like slut shaming Farah. Does oh. SJM have to turn Farah into a fickle and whining little idiot who jumps from one bed to another at the drop of a hat just because a guy shows her interest and happens to be hot? That's not what happens. That's like the whole fucking point of the book oh is that God. she fought her feelings for Resand. Because wow. she had loyalty to Tamlin, even though he was manipulative. Are you Sarah. telling me that if Reese was ugly, any of this would have happened? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Before people get started on telling me how wonderful Reese is, let me clarify something else. I actually grew to like Reese by the end of Akatar, in spite of all of the horrible things he did. And I would have been over the moon to read a full book about him, a book that gave him a chance to redeem himself and gave us the chance to see that he'd been doing everything he could to fight against Amaranth in the background. <sighs> That's then what what's the was. fucking problem? <laughs> you, you got it. It's Akamath. You read it. You, you read you it. You read it. <laughs> At least the first seven chapters of it. <laughs> I would have been SJM's arm off for a book like that. One that put him together with any other woman apart from Feyre. Okay. I was actually kind of hoping that Reese would hook up with Feyre's sister, Nesta. No! Because, let's another face it, Nesta stand. Another Nesta stand. Because they both have some redeeming to do by the end of Akatar, and it would have been amazing to see it happen. Yeah. Oh, I was excited funny. to find out more about the Night Court. I was looking forward to meeting the exciting new characters that SJM promised. I would have happily kept buying book after book if this world had kept things fresh and exciting rather than recycling plots from Throne of Glass series and making the same mistakes over and over again. We're almost done with this trash-ass review. I probably could have even gotten over Feyre falling out of love with Tamlin if it had been done a better way. What do you mean? You do not have to turn a previously nice character into an asshole to make me like another character. What I hate most about this book is not only the way SJM protect or destroyed Tamlin's character and turned him into something he's not, but also the way she made Ferris seem so fickle and uncaring. She acts so ridiculously childish by not taking or talking to Tamlin about how she's feeling. And then she just goes off and leaves him for good with a girl. She did. And he blew up a room. Um, yeah, so you guys cool. are failing to remember that Tamlin was always an asshole. <laughs> Does anybody else care how Tamlin feels about that? About Beirut going off and mating with Resan? I'm completely and utterly heartbroken for him, and it was also utterly pointless. What was the point of reading Akatar? The whole first book has been invalidated by actions Feyre takes an Akamoth, and it's horrible. I wish I'd never heard about this book and had just stuck with the happily ever after that Akatar gave us. Um, 
she ends with, I don't think she's actually capable of writing about a heroine who sticks with one guy for an entire series. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. The only thing I can guarantee is that she won't be fooling me a third time. And then gets pissed off and said, oh, thanks for that extra kick in the teeth, SJM. I appreciate it because Sarah took the moment to sign her book to Sarah, Team Tamlin, XO, SJM. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This says, this book is written in first person by the female main character, but the entire story is about the trauma and redemption of the men. There's got to be a better fantasy smut out there that isn't set in a manipulative, toxic, misogynistic world that worships an all-seeing cast iron pot. I just don't know, like, what are you talking about? Someone said, rating one star, express rating summary, echo bad. <laughs> That's a good one. You know what? I agree. I agree. That's good. That's really good. You um, make a great point. <laughs> Thanks to you so much. Oh for my God. Me. This one's by Darren Akamoglu. Sarah J. Mass is kind of like the Donald Trump of writers in the description way, not the racist way. Well, maybe not the most diverse, but definitely not the sexist. But all of her female characters serve to do is get boned by the hottest guys in the world. That's a bold comparison, my guy. Chew. <laughs> anyway, definitely more on the descriptive side of things. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. So I feel this book is going to go along the lines of this. Did you wait? Did you not even read it? <laughs> Why are these wait. people so salty for nothing? We need to stop the evil thing or whatever. Oh my God, he's naked. Enter me. <laughs> His rod was so big. Like the... <laughs> biggest rod ever like think of the biggest rod downstairs and times that by 10 like that big um okay i'm not gonna read the rest of this because um he actually didn't read it Mm. anyway darren come on man i do want to say like okay i fully like don't agree with the one star rating that this person has written this is for a court of frost and starlight um, but I do want to shout them out for their creativity. So I hate Reese. I really hate him and Pharaoh too. Then they said real excerpt from the book, but I'm going to let you guys decide whether or not this is actually a real excerpt or if our friend Nadhira um, wrote it themselves. It says my mate rammed into me with his OMG. Holy shit. What a considerable length and roared. You're mine. Yas. OMG. Let me stroke your wings, daddy. Yas, ahoy matey, he moaned my name so hard that the whole court can hear. OMG, Yas, I love him, he is my mate. I'm yours, I screamed. Most of that was one sentence. <laughs> ahoy matey. Oh, Real no. excerpt from the book. This is by Kiki from 2018, Grow Up. It's 2022. I hope your tastes have matured, Kiki. Note, I'm a clown, a trash heap, a dumpster fire for SJM's books. I love them, (laughs) warts and all, and I don't even care if it knocks 150 points off my member rating at the annual (laughs) lesbian symposium. I'll take the hit, but I also have taste, so you'll understand the confusion here. If I ever ever have to scrape my eyes over another bloated, grody, sexy between fair and resand, I'll just save SJM a job and poke knitting needles through my corneas, but it's not like the worst part. Oh no, here's a quick blow-by-blow of this book's worst offenses. I already already know, girl. I already done know. (laughs) A blow-by-blow. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Resand is a feminist and 
quotation marks, if feminist means treat my wife like an orgasm dispenser. See, I didn't get that vibe. I, I didn't know. either. The night court back at it again on their high horse. Tamlin's growth at the end of Aquar has been sucked away to the septic tank. Resand, a man who has gleefully carried out acts of torture and who encourages military commanders to torture prisoners of war, goes to chap at Tamlin's house to do nothing other than rub his face in the events of the trilogy. He's a grotesque hypocrite. Anyone ever who tries to justify torture is morally bankrupt, and it doesn't matter if he gave his wife lots of nice pep talks. He's a fucking torturer, and we can stop hand-waving all these characters' noble grudges, stop kicking people when they're down, and we've already made our point. Tamlin has been punished enough. Let it grow. <laughs> grow the fuck up. Also, we're fine with Feyre's PTSD because hers was beautiful and sad, but of course, someone like Nesta, who grieves inconveniently, deserves nothing but scorn. Nesta is... Okay, listen, I'm not even mad at Nesta for being, like, horrible after she was traumatized. No, that first book, she was, yeah, she's just not a good person. Like, Farrah's mom literally ignored her. I'm sorry that your grandma made you dance ballet, Nesta. Get over it. Yeah, like, Jesus, Nesta has always been awful. I'm glad she's taking Rhysand's money and wasting it. Are you? I'm glad she's moved on (laughs) from these fake hoes. Amorin is ruined. Nothing happened in this book nothing Cameron is ruined <laughs> this is a psa the night court can choke every last one of them the magic and <laughs> romance of akamov has been exercised away and all that's left is 200 pages of shopping and heteronormativity that's fair the yeah. only character in this whole series who was halfway decent was tarquin also fair yeah. and of course he was cheated and lied to and treated like garbage by that fucking melt Resand and his shit yeah. squad who do nothing <laughs> all day but shop and make bread and cry about their Fair. sad love lives and <laughs> dabble in more fucking torture. My oh. God, don't just don't talk to me about this until I've calmed down. I oh shit I squad. Do not. I want to preface this by saying I do not condone torture, but I don't feel like it was that often. Was I feel it? Like they tortured people. I mean, like um, they, the they adder, the, the adder, adder. yeah. You're trying to be like an advocate for the adder? I just think she's anti-torture, which I can agree with you on that. I am also guess, but like also anti-torture. It's high fantasy. It's not like fucking like I don't know. (laughs) Oh my god. You can calm down. It's not real. It's It's just a book. (laughs) And they tortured. He dropped someone on a like a light pole. He impaled someone on a street post and they're like, don't torture him though. No. Like, what? He's like, that's too far, guys. Don't fucking torture him. Oh my God. Who did they Anyways. torture in Frost and Star? Are she talking about Tamlin? No, they bullied him because he deserved it. I just assumed when she said he's a torturer, she was referring to like when the war was going on and like they took prisoners of war. Tied to a post. <laughs> and then he well, had to... Uh, as cut him with the blade, right? It's adder? fine. The adder is fine. I, He's fine. Listen, He'll get over it. I mean, he did die. Farrah did kill him. Anyways. <laughs> spoilers. I, dis- I disagree. I Not also- spoilers. You should have listened to the first five episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Where have you been? Bella, where the hell have you Bella? been? <laughs> Loka? <laughs> where the hell have you been, Loka? Good reads, bad reviews. Thousand. Thirty thousand? Why do people like this more than some of the other ones? Why does everyone like Nesta? Nesta, like, I can't get behind the Nesta love. Like, I'm so sorry, but she was a little biatch. And, like, I do enjoy her growth. And I love the Valkyrie 
Same. I do love that she redeemed herself, but she's still kind of terrible. Yeah, I, like, listen. It's for all those unapologetic bad bitches out there. Uh, I can forgive her for, like, what she's done when she, like, apologizes to Feyre straight up. Oh, Oh, no. Kels rated it one star. I basically read this with Cindy. I don't know what that means. Well, enough of it to give a review and just red flags everywhere. Basically, if you unironically love these books and do not see any problem with them, and if you consider Reese a book boyfriend, I automatically do not trust you and you scare me. That's fair. Sorry, Kels. <laughs> Sarah J. Mass making one Instagram post about hashtag diversify bookstagram, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, when our books are anything but diverse is the epitome of comedy. Go, girl. Give us nothing. <laughs> I mean... She's, she's not, not wrong, wrong. <laughs> she's like more is a lesbian but i'm but not gonna give her a girlfriend with women <laughs> she's gonna pretend to be straight this girl calls cassie and cassius so that's probably not trustworthy <laughs> uh, ruby rated it one star and said no but someone please tell me what the plot was because i can't even tell you after sitting through and reading this 900 page book <laughs> <laughs> I I have felt that way too, Ruby. I get it. Oh, one star. I hate Nesta. It's just, yeah, Nesta's garbage. Stop romanticizing her being toxic with. She suffered. She did suffer, but she still sucks. And before you come with internalized misogyny, don't worry. I also think Tamlin sucks. However, he was just a big, he was just a guy that Feyre barely knew Nesta was Feyre's fucking big sister. And just in case you forgot, there are some examples of Nesta being an incredible person. Some examples. Yes. I needed new boots, but Elaine needed a new cloak. And Nesta was prone to crave anything that someone else possessed. I'm sorry. Are they about to cite Nesta like one? Spoiling Elaine. She literally, yeah, she always did put Elaine above herself. That's not in question. I'm not going to continue the series. Good. There's not any left for now. <laughs> you don't have to. I bet you thought. It's probably not going to come out for another five years. Um, in conclusion, no one likes this series. It's not for everyone. <laughs> Nesta Archeron, I'm getting you out of SJM's basement. I promise you keep holding on or I'll get, I'll get you out of there, bestie. <laughs> yeah. Somebody rescue poor sweet baby victim Nesta. Yeah, poor Nesta. Someone DNF'd it at 72%. You read all that just to stop reading oh, it? quitter. Embarrassing. Like, you might as well fucking finish it. Anyway, that's Goodreads bad reviews. Um. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us as we struggled through some of those. Those kind of hurt my feelings a little bit every once in a while. Um, let um, us know if you like this segment. We want to continue doing it. Probably won't do a full series quite like we just did. Although I'm coming for the Shadow and Bone trilogy. You best believe oh, we're doing good bad reviews for Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Good I wrote my reviews. own hate reviews. I, I did not. I don't think, but I might. I might, just so I have something to say. Um, <laughs> anyway, send us any book recs that you have to the sisterswarden at gmail.com. Next week, talking <laughs> about um, the third and final book in the Ravenhood trilogy, The Finish Line. I'm super excited to wrap up the series. It's a really, really good one. Not as heartbreaking as the second one, but still excellent. And so tune in as we mess with our good, good friend, Kate Stewart. <laughs> 
<laughs> we our, our best friend Kate Stewart actually yeah Kate you don't know it yet but um we're actually coming to your house for Thanksgiving dinner this year so we'll uh, see you we'll soon see best you dude. Soon. <laughs> we'll see you soon um follow us on Instagram Kate and as always let's get lit <laughs>